With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Recording. New sound effect straight off the bat. What's happening, people? Welcome to the General Bander Podcast. This is a regular uh, broadcast. Welcome back to General Bander, the show. The show. I'm start, I'm, everyone says podcast. I can't even say podcast that well. Podcast. It's uh, the 8th of December. Not long now till nothing happens for Christmas. Fuck yeah. Uh, what you can do for Christmas, though, is get on to Manscaped. You see the segue we're dealing with over here? Get on to manscaped.com and get yourself one of the bundles. They've got all these holiday bundles. That's what Americans call them. It's the holidays. You can get a whole fucking kit full of shit. There's different different uh, packages you can get. The Manscaped main product, of course, is the Lawnmower 3.0. The best ball bag shaver in the game. It's the fucking... What, what would it be? The Ferrari of... You no, know, you don't want to say Ferrari. Not very reliable. It's pretty much the Mercedes. Uh, no, fuck that. It's not even reliable. It's the Toyota. Toyota's just like a zombie. It's the Toyota of shaving your bag. You know what I'm saying? You People are wondering what to get their partners for Christmas. You know what I mean? You're not going to be able to leave the house. All you're doing is staying in the house and fucking. You know what I mean? So get the fucking goods in order. Get the meat and two fucking cocks. Shave down with this product. They've got all sorts of stuff there. Ball toner after you've uh, taken a go at the nuts. And then they've got ball deodorant there if you want your nuts to smell like an old rich man. Rich Mahogany. Um, that's his name. And, uh, of course, the only reason uh, I'm telling you this is because they sponsor the podcast. And if you listen to this podcast, you go on manscaped.com, enter the code GENBANT1, get 20% off the fucking order. You know what I'm saying? What more do you want? And on the price, the price of it, um, that's quite considerable money. You know, overall. So uh, get, get, uh, get someone. By the way, you can shave pretty much anything with that. I have two of them now. You know, I designate one for the nuts. I'll, fire, I'll you know, I'll do the upper sideburn, whatever. You know, you need to bring in the fucking neck a wee bit. Just keep one separate. Right on it, ball bag, and the other one face. Um, but yeah, I was, you know, I'll go for a tattoo. I'll fucking shave the hair off my arm before I go. Save them a bit of time. Shave whatever the fuck you want. Shave your feet. Who gives a fuck? Manscaped.com and enter the code GEMBAT1, 10% off. You know what I'm saying? We've got more sponsors. We'll get into it later, will we? We're playing the short intro, who gives a the fuck? Podcast with Colin we don't have a lot of time today. As you know, we're recording uh, the, 12, the 12 pods of Christmas, um, which is just making me go insane, because every day I feel like I haven't went home. You go home for like five hours to go to sleep, and then you come back, and you're just like, here we are, talking more shit. But it's been good. We've been getting some fucking great podcasts in the bag. Um, those will be going on the Patreon, okay? Um, they're going on Patreon as a bit of a lure for people to get over there. Uh, we are going to have to finally, for for the longest time ever, it was just letting people run wild on the Patreon. You go on there. There's no tears. There's no suggested amount of money. It starts at a dollar. But let me tell you something. Times are fucking changing. You know what I mean? We're getting serious around here. 12 extra fucking podcasts. And I'll tell you what did it. 
I, you know, I'm a fan of numerous podcasts, and uh, I was checking up on the Patreon of things like those conspiracy guys. Shout out the guy rang me one day. Shout out to Gordo. Ring me again. I'll come on. Oh, absolutely. Or come on this one. Maybe someday. You know, some people do a lot of podcasts, and uh, you know, you're fucking bogged down, and it. it might be nice for him. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it be? You know, he's come and do our podcast. Get sushi afterwards, like we're doing today. Chill out, man. Get a few. He, th- that guy probably has armed guards now. You know, he said too much shit. But uh, yeah, we're gonna have to put tears in. I'm afraid, uh, but they will be. They will be worth it. They're not gonna be big old spaced out tears. I don't think they're not gonna be like one dollar gets you this, and the next step is like twenty seven dollars gets you this. They're gonna be fairly tight together. You know, we're talking three, five, ten things like that, uh, and you get your podcasts uh, in there. But it was. I was I was checking out other people's numbers and podcasts that are that I consider hugely successful, huge, big international uh, podcasts. Maybe have like eighteen hundred people on their on their Patreon, and I'm sitting at about sixteen hundred. And I was like, guys, we gotta get the tears in because the difference is we're getting people over, and if they're gonna sign up, they're gonna sign up. I don't think people care if it's one dollar, two dollars, three dollars. It's still very small amount of money. If you're making that commitment, you're there. You're in the room. You've bought yourself into the party. It's eyes wide shut. We're all fucking, you know? Um, once you get to that step, you're getting you're getting the bonus podcasts every week. They are on hold at the minute for three weeks till we put these 12 podcasts out. Uh, but you're getting like, you know, it's, it's a bit like you're holding back and then you're just absolutely just busting all over the place between the 25th and the 5th of January. It's going to be class. Um... But the difference is, if, if if everyone, instead of coming in at a dollar and people are choosing to pay a dollar, maybe that's what they think it's worth. And if I, if I put it up a little bit, they're like, well, fuck it, I'll do without. Um, the difference is, you go from the Patreon really helping out around the office, getting some gear, you know, paying Niall, keeping him in his whatever problems he has, meth and stuff like that. Um, you know, he'd be in the toilet there just injecting in between his toes. All sorts. All sorts. He also wants liquors all sorts. (laughs) It'll take it from that, like, helping out, helping us get by, to we could actually really start doing some cool shit. Um, The extra money we pay for extra gear, extra trips. You know, any ideas that we have, there'd be, you know, not a lot of fucking financial problems, financial hurdles sitting in the way. We can be like, let's fucking pay for it ourselves. Put it on the Patreon. And then it'll be well worth being there. You'll have fucking mini-series. You'll have fucking comedy specials. You'll have documentaries probably shot at special, your secret gigs that we run here. Um, it's just, It'll just be really cool. So the tears are going to have to come in. It'll also make me want to do more stuff. And uh, for fuck's sake, take a vaccine, will you? Get a vaccine so that we can all go out and gig and just make some cool shit. Because we're sitting here in this office. We're doing podcasts, which is great. You know, lifesaver during lockdown uh, for me and some other people by the sounds of it. People are like, man, I fucking love listening to this and all sorts of carry on. Um, so, yeah, it's it it's uh, it'll be cool to just be able to get into the public. Go to some places, book some places, travel there, do some gigs, make some fucking cool shit. It's going to be great, man. Patreon.com. What's that job? I'm at a podcast. Jesus Christ, man. I might have to change it now. To just like. No, I'll keep a general banter podcast. I'll just change it to general banter, will I? Yes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because that's that covers the production company and everything. 
Christmas bomb. <laughs> a lovely, lovely Christmas bomb. <laughs> Delicious. On the twelfth day of Christmas, there was a bomb. Um, by the way, there's a new fucking SSE gig on sale. These are. I'm gonna. I mean, it's. I'm not gonna be able to get through a podcast now without like one of the, one of those. I'm like Westwood. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I'm gonna be in a nightclub near you, grinding on a 15-year-old. Yeah, fuck yeah. He got done for that, didn't he? I mean, I'm gonna look it up right now. I think I've touched on this before. Uh, don't use the term touched on. Uh, Westwood daggering. <laughs> <laughs> what a vicious word, you know? Yeah, baby, daggering that anus. Here I am in fucking, what's it, just a local, alibi, <laughs> daggering chicks in the rectum. Let me see, just type in. Oh, Jesus Christ, sir. Taking the back end off her. That's a short clip, six seconds, and then he jizzed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the guy's got the fucking, you know, he's loading up the tune, it's like, <laughs> or it's like, he's like, boom, 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 Westwood. It's funny because, you know, he's in that he's in that world, you know, he's probably playing a load of fucking Jamaican dance holly, whatever you call it, type music. And he's like, I'm in. I'm in that world. But when he's getting to the point where he's daggering someone's cheeks, you're like, oh yeah, he's sixty year old white man. Cause he's just got that you know, he's just got that stiffness. Wagwan. <laughs> you know? Let me stretch off my hamstrings, baby. The big man doesn't want to bl <laughs> blow out the shin splints when he's daggering your fucking buns. Let me see, this is a different angle here. And she's an artist, like she's on stage singing. Oh, oh wait a minute. Oh man! They do the fucking, they sort of ghost What's that thing? The ghost or something? Like, it's it's this guy looks like Travis Scott with the fucking braids on. He's like, oh, yeah. You know, dagger in them cheeks. Have you got it there? It's, yeah. And then, and, then the and then he runs in and, like, pulls the guy away and then he's, you know, slides into place. Gives her the old Casper treatment. And, uh, and she turns around and she's like, what the fuck is this? I mean, the lyrics of the song are, come fuck me now. You know? Pow, 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 pow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, Pim. <laughs> it would be a frustrating world, um, you know, to be at those things where it's just like, yeah, we go and we're fucking, uh, you know, we're we're grinding all up on each other. Man, you'd bust such a nut at the end of the night, wouldn't you? How, how'd you get on last night? Out of fucking route for four hours in a nightclub. <laughs> you know? Yeah, me and Westwood wanked each other off in a car park. I'll, I'll send you a photo. Oh, I didn't hear any of that. What? I'll send you a photo on Facebook. Okay. Oh, is it of you daggering? Back when you were at uni much. in England? <laughs> That's all you did. You were like, I play, I play in blues clubs most of the week. But then Friday night, Niall gets the do-rag on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he's like, well, go on with the man dance, and he's fucking... Uh, just slapping them cheeks all over the place. Let's not send 
Are you saying it on? I got it. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I got Stop! <laughs> Stop! My so boy. the photo shows <laughs> Niall doing this, Tim Westwood, and Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> <laughs> what are the fucking chances? <laughs> Is that your mate? Yeah, he I fucking li- looks like Chadwick Boseman. I lived with him. He doesn't he do? He's he's cool, coolest man alive. Does he not look like Chadwick Boseman? Identical. He fuck Angie looks like him. And uh, Westwood, of course, looks like Earthworm Jim. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you, by the way, flash. You got to flash this up. Yeah. You can blank your own face out if everyone knows it. Uh, you look the same though. You know what I mean? Less beard. Bit of a beard going on. Even the even the fucking uh, dead mouse strobe thing. Look pretty much the same, you know what I mean? Um, so where was this at? Just in a dog and car park or what? Uh, a really shit nightclub at uni. Nice. Was he DJing? He was, yeah. I met him twice. Oh yeah. In uh in in Milk. Which was which was then Rain, which was then some other shit. Oh yes. But he he was like DJing and he came up the stairs. And he's literally wearing like the biggest jeans I've ever seen. You know, like Rockaway, fucking just enormous jeans. And uh, he he walked in, but no, you know everyone was like, "Yeah, Westwood's DJing." But you're like, "I've never seen Westwood. He's not that recognizable." Well, I suppose he is. He's really tall, like. But uh, I was drunk enough to be like, "Don't worry, Tim. I know who you are." <laughs> Give him one of them. What's happening? White guys. White. 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 You know, Westwood baby, killing it. That photo is amazing. That's nearly as good as when me and she met Colio, <laughs> which was just so fucking awkward. But anyway, was there any was there any conversation with with you and Westwood? No, not really. No, he was too busy. Was he? I'm busy daggering, baby. <laughs> yeah. Was he? He was very strange, yeah. Was he just grinding chicks? I mean, he was. He literally was. At a certain point, it's like, you know, you're still a 60 year old dude touring unis. You couldn't, you know, you couldn't pay me to do that now if I was a fucking DJ. Oh, do you want to go to, you know, where was your uni? Kingston. Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> London. So, you know, he's probably like, what was he getting? A ton of cash to turn up and DJ? Yeah. But like at it's a certain point, you'd be like, "I'm gonna be fucked," but uh, but I'll turn up for the the young chicks, dagger in the hoop off them. Worst DJ ever as well. Probably yeah. Well, that's what that's for. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fader across. <laughs> yeah, approaching the end of the song now, baby. Absolutely no mis- <laughs> mixing skills to speak. Oh, fucking Jesus! Oh my God, what have we got? Oh, oh. Okay. And I'm finished, yo, yo. Like Armor said, it's nothing, leave them. Shout out Skepta, he's on the wall there. Come on the podcast, you know what I mean? Top boys. Up in the house. Up in the house, mate. Up in the in the house. <clears throat> That's crazy. So whenever uh Westwood finally gets taken down for sexual assault, <laughs> you'll be questioned. <laughs> what exactly did you witness that night in Kingston? Well, you know, he was uh Stretching his hamstrings for quite some time <laughs> and uh, doing some Romanian deadlifts, and then he was just daggering chicks. Mm. What do you prove? What do you prove it that you're like, check out the fucking 
Check out the thrust on this. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Not only will I be banging you, but also you'll pro you, you know you'll it'll hurt your legs and ass cheeks tomorrow. No one's daggering from the front. Put it that way. <laughs> no one's got that in their Tinder bio. I love I just love to be daggered from the front, and I love watching Gogglebox. Excitement. Um. Did I talk about the gig? The gig? Was I trying to talk about the gig there for a second? Yes. We have a gig. We have another SSE gig added. Um, we uh, we we sort of called it a day on the first one because it's you know what what do you call it? like a technical it's just seats all over the place and they're like let's just get the new one on sale, you know. So the new one's on sale. Uh, they go on sale Friday, ten a.m. The links will be in all my bios and shit like that. And uh, get yourself a ticket for September. Get it in. It'll give you something to look forward to. It'll make me go, oh, yeah, that's sold out or getting there. And then I'll shit my pants and we'll get some sweet material. Yeah. Yeah. Funny thing is, though, we're booking a tour, which the tour is happening after the big gigs. So how does that work? But we'll figure it out. I dare say there'll be a lot of small private gigs here in the office uh, where I'll try some material. And uh, if it doesn't go down well, we just you, you form a queue and come up on stage, and I fucking dagger the ring off you. I sit, so I leave them and glasses. I can't see them. So when you're talking like you can't die, one bullet in. If I got into daggering, there'd be a lot of young hip replacements going on. You know, there'd be girls that are like 27 going in and be like, my hips are killing me. I need a hip replacement. Why? Kong has daggered my hips out of joint. I wonder if there guys like. In Jamaica and stuff, they're like, me be daggering for, <laughs> for 30 years, boy. Me be Chet Hanks is probably there, just be like, when me dagger the chicks, me totally infertile. <laughs> me ain't got no sperms left in me bollocks. <laughs> I just smash my testes to pieces, boy. Worth it. But you literally just like fucking daggering chicks all night. And then you finally, you know, you're like, right, let's 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 get out of here, you know? You end up back at her flat and you take your dick out and it just It looks like someone's just hit it with a fucking with a fucking rolling pen that's just it was wrecked. <laughs> you know, it's just like wow, look at the size of that. You're like, hair it's swelling. If you're not roofing, it's just fucking it looks like a fucking it looks like someone's dropped an aubergine out of a fucking moving car. It's wrecked. Jesus. Me want to have sex with you, but me, me gonna need to put my penis in, in a bag of ice. <laughs> just your fucking dick and balls just look like fully trashed. <laughs> you want more, of, yeah, you want more of a circular grind, don't you? But even that can end in friction burns. Shout out to Dry Humpin. Um, yeah, so we've got a new SSE game. <laughs> Worst promo ever. I mean, God knows how it's going to look. You know, it might look like fucking the end of ET where everyone's just like coming down in the fucking... coming down in the hazmat suits. But you know what? It's an event and it's going to be fun and uh, things, things are going to change. You know, it used to be like, oh, come see me do comedy. It'll just be comedy. I'm sort of thinking, like, you know, it's a every night out should be appreciated, and we'll think about every last detail. The music. Do we have some live music? Do we have Westwood in the corner? You know what I mean? <laughs> Dagger and Chicks. And uh, that's, the, that's the name of the podcast, by the way. <laughs> you know, do we play videos? Do we fucking 
just really have have fun with it because it, it is just fun. You know, I did it the first year and I was like, man, this is going to be the fucking most hardcore thing ever committed to fucking digital video. It was just a gig, you know what I mean? Just have fun with a gig. So it'll be fun as shit. And I'm actually looking forward to um, trying out, just, just organizing some low pressure gigs for myself. And just, you know, you could turn up, pay a fiver, whatever, to fucking keep the lights on in the place. And uh, just see me run through a whole load of new material. And uh, some of it will be good, some of it will be shite. And then we chisel that down. And we'll do that over like maybe, who knows, four or six nights. Until we have something resembling a set. And we'll just keep adding to it and say, oh man. It's going to be a lot of fun. But I'm pumped for it. And uh, who the fuck is that? Um, I'm pumped for it, and I was thinking about other tour dates, and uh, I was like, there's certain places I shan't be returning to, no offence. But the ones I was really getting excited about were like, you know, the Liverpools and the fucking Manchesters. Uh, Frog and Bucket trying to book that again. Even though it's like, not culturally significant during the whole uh, government bailouts, they were like, it's not culturally significant, you're not, you're not going to get any fucking grant money. And you're like, bro, how many famous comedians have come out of the Frog and Bucket? You fucking lunatics. They put on their Instagram, they were clearing it out, and down the back of the sofa, they found a, a thing of... What do you call her? What do you call her? Oh, I forgot her name immediately. Uh, Caroline Ahern. Jesus Christ. Um, which is like... Hers is the original joke. Do you ever hear that now? The fucking when she was in that character and she was talking to Debbie McGee and she goes, what was it that first attracted you to the millionaire Paul Daniels? Yeah, no, I don't think so. What a line, like. What a fucking... What a great line. Unbelievable. 30 years ago. Okay, Steve Coogan. Lovely stuff. Um, McCartney's coming in later on the 12 Pods of Christmas. Um... It's gonna be an exciting day because one of his uh, one of his clinchers, uh, part of his rider was like, "I'll come up and do the podcast, sir, but can you take me for sushi?" And that's the most culty thing that's ever happened. <laughs> I believe there's a myth, there's an old legend of a of a food stuff up there in Belfast that you can get sushi. And I've joked about this before, but everybody's like, "What's it gonna be? A live herring on a bed of rice?" No, you know people. People are always under this impression, like, you know, I, I couldn't eat raw fish. The actual, the sushi you're thinking of, where they cut up bits of raw tuna and all, you, it costs a goddamn fortune, you know? They asked Andy Bourdain what his last meal would be before he died, and he said sushi. I don't know what he ate before he threw himself off a fucking, a door, <laughs> a door frame in Paris, for fuck's sake. But it might have been sushi, probably not. Might have had a baguette up his arse, and some sort of asphyxy wank. What a sad way to die. Who else died like that? Jim Morrison? <laughs> ah, I spilled coffee all over the place. Um, so that'll be fun later. Might try and get it on the Instagram stories. Just to see his face when he's like, Jesus Christ, sir, it's pretty much just cucumber and rice. <laughs> he's going to be fucking let down as fuck. Oh, sir, what an experience. Seaweed and an avocado? Bang my ass. But uh, unfortunately, like... That's just being a culture, you know what I mean? You'll see you'll see people's grandas and grandas and all, and they're like, 
you know, do you want onions and that? And they'd be like, I don't eat any of that Indian bollocks. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Is there garlic in that? You know I don't eat any of that fucking Middle Eastern pish. (laughs) It's just the most basic, you know what I mean? Uh, What are you having? Lasagna? Lasagna! I'm not eating any of that fucking Guinea fucking bollocks. What do you eat? Give me decent, give me mints. <laughs> what with? Oil. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just have mints and oil? It's hilarious. I mean, I don't know why just everybody in the world doesn't eat Asian food for every meal of the day. It's incredible. Unbelievable. And by Asian, I mean, you know, like the sort of Thai slash Vietnamese type vibes. All day, Korean at a stretch, you know. I was in a cafe one time that uh, Maureen's, both her sisters worked in briefly. And a woman came in and sat beside us. And her order, I think there was not something wrong But I'm a full shilling. Um, she, was, she was 10 ingredients short of a fry. But she ordered base. She was like chips. This was, was on the plate. Chips, soda bread, potato bread. And waffles or something. It was just like, can I have everything that's beige? Like, how dry? Do you even shit when you eat that? When do you shit? I'm going to eat this three times a day for two weeks, and then basically they're going to start to cut me open <laughs> and just take out a fucking block of cement. Fucking hell, man. And surprise, surprise, she was b- bigger than me. You know, she was fucking, she was at least 25 stone. Gotta look after your health, guys. Can I please have all of your beige potato products, please? Do you want any sauce? Oh, no. <laughs> None of that foreign muck. <laughs> That's that. What, what the fuck is that outside? A Formula One car? Loud, isn't it? Can you hear that? Oh, it's wet. It feels like it's louder in the bloody headphones. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Are you going over there to shout at them? Fuck up, would you? Jesus Christ. An Evo. Christ of the night. It's, it's what? Does it? Well, we're going to have to bleep that out because no doubt we'll get our knees done. Is there anything you won't date? Me? Not really, no. No, is, is there anything that you're just like... At, at worst, I have things where I'm like, I'm, I'm just not keen on it. I could take it or leave it. Like, I don't like mash of any sort, really. Yeah. If it's done well. It is, yeah, it's like okay. you know, I'll taste it, but I'm just like, yeah. But, like, about a mouthful of it does me. Yeah. You see when people get like, oh, I fuck, I just, I'm dying. I just want, you know, a kilo of fucking mashed potatoes. Culture's usually, but you're like, Ugh. Yeah. There's nothing really that I'm sort of like, you know, there's just a few things where, like, onions, for example, like, some some days I'll eat something with raw onions on it, and other days I'm like, I just can't be arsed with how strong they are. Mm. I can't be arsed stinking of onions, where some people love that. Maureen's ma will eat an onion like it's a fucking apple. <laughs> she'll literally be like, you could set anything down in front of her, and she'll be like, where's all the, where's the side of raw onions on this? And, like, you just can't have it with a trifle. It's weird, you know, but... I, feel, I, would, I do feel sorry for people who are super picky, though. You see people, and they're just like, they fucking... That's, I'm, I'm, I've said this before. I'm going to make a sketch about women eating sandwiches, where they, like, order a thing, 
Like, can I get this some fucking sweet chili chicken with cheese? And then they'll get it, open it up, and go, I was taking the cheese off that. And there's like, there's too much sauce on that. I don't eat meat. And then they're just eating a piece of bread. I'm trying to cut down on bread. And you're like, oh, you just ate nothing. That, there's a sketch in that somewhere. And then she'll look at yours and it'll be this exact same order and be like, I'll try yours. <laughs> same thing, you crazy bitch. Put it in your mouth. You know? I hate when people do that. Like, oh, I like to eat the chocolate off the Mars bar. You should be in a fucking mental home. Is what you should be. Sort your goddamn life out. Sort your goddamn life out like I have and watch documentaries about... About Johnny Adair meeting his Nazi friend. That's how I spent my morning. What do you hear? This is incredible. Got any noise in this or what the fuck? Mad dog, right? Do you know what the guy's name is? Nazi Nick. <laughs> now, is he not on Big Brother? Yeah. Nasty Nick? Or is that EastEnders? EastEnders. Yeah. EastEnders. Both. Bit of jazz to start this. Gunmen, gunmen running around the shankle. It's like Birdman. It's like that film, Birdman. All one pick. To embark on a journey together. Through betrayal, the harm was put out, but it wasn't shaken. Murder. From time to time, there have been some really serious problems. <laughs> and revolution. There's something about that accent where it's just like, there has been some very serious problems. <laughs> and then I stabbed him 94 times. So no mercy. They are in search of... So, looking to... Johnny Dares run up a beach in Scotland here. And my friends out of the country. And we will help you by any... Never met. Right, and he's, he's going to meet a pen pal who is a Nazi guy who I think is in jail, <coughs> like a neo Nazi. And uh, the guy's writing him like a wee love letter here. Dear Johnny, I know you have a difficult time. It's a moment, but I. Now, this, this bird's eye view. I wonder, could you cut in some of this document? The bird's eye view of this guy looks like me writing a set, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> He's got the same sort of shitty placement of you tattoos and a bald head. Alone. Incredible. You have a lot of supporters over here, and we will help you by any problem. Nick Grieger was the head of a neo-Nazi movement in Germany and had been following Adair's career with admiration. Was that your man Donald McIntyre, is that his name? Talking there? While in prison, Nick had heard that Adair was in danger and had organized for a team of bodyguards to protect Adair's family. Nick. We will send the boys to the Shankill estate. Yeah? <laughs> we hear what the guy says. He goes, we have, we have trained up on how to do punishment beatings. <laughs> I, will get, I will get your enemies and do their knees in. <laughs> it was an act of support that Adair will never forget. Should someone go and uh, uh, shoot Johnny again or uh, attack him or whatever, so we will be able to send uh, five guys over to Belfast. That's not What's he gonna do with a burger? You hear that? So we will be able to send uh, five guys over to Belfast. That's not a problem. <laughs> you are lying there in a pool of blood after being shot in both kneecaps? But don't worry, here's a double bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> Every cloud has silver lining. We have our uh, 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 Jackie McDonald find and everything. We know, we know. 
Guy's got a Belfast fucking map. Where to find this guy's... I, I just want to say we have the, the, the know-how to carry out a punishment beating uh, even in Belfast. That's uh, not a problem. That's amazing, that. Adair was invited to meet more of the followers. To his surprise, he found himself at the head of a cult that Nick had built around him. All these photos. There's a full shrine in this guy's house that's all like fucking... UDA murals and, and pictures of Johnny Adair and everything. How weird. How weird, isn't it? And I wonder is like I wonder is Johnny Adair cool with the fact that like he's a full neo Nazi? Or is he just he's just glad that someone's showing him a bit of a bit of loyalty, you know? <laughs> he's a bad bastard, like but a you know what I mean? We'll look past the fucking <laughs> that he's a full racist, like you know what I mean? But sure, there's no fucking Jews in Belfast anyway, I tell you that. <laughs> I've no idea if there is or not. Christian, you must be really passionate about me and my family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, guys are my children. He's simply tiny and he is the best. <laughs> After years in isolation, Adair once again had a following. There's like, there's like, I mean, the girl looks like she's actually just from Belfast, but just doing an accent. <laughs> be funny if they were just like, we couldn't find any girls, but they're, they cast one back in Belfast. Can you do a German accent? He is Johnny and he is simply the best. <laughs> he is simply Johnny and he is the best. <laughs> After years in isolation, Adair once again had a following. <laughs> albeit a bizarre one. Mad. 50 minute documentary. I'm gonna watch the rest of that later over my sushi. Worlds collide, you know? My fingers cracked there. How weird? What could what could you do though? You know, like if, imagine I was leaving a gig and some guy's like, "Excuse me, Barry's a blender." <laughs> we are huge. We are all just out of prison, Nazis, neo Nazis. But I tell you something, all of us are wrecking boys, yeah. <laughs> oh, Barry's a blender. What about you? Some crack. And then he's like, "Can I get a photograph?" And I'm standing there. By the way, you'd be like, "Which which one is he?" <laughs> If I was in a row of fucking neo-Nazis, you'd just be like, where is he? Oh, he's there. Looks like all the other cunts in the fucking lineup. Unbelievable. It's 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 probably why I wear hats a lot. You know, I'm trying to I'm trying to smooth off the edges of looking like a fucking paramilitary drug dealer, is is what I'm trying to do. Says the guy, you know, in the fucking old shitty black Mercedes and a camouflage coat. I'm not doing myself any favors. I need to start wearing a lot more pink or something. Dodgy, dodgy looking bastard. Um there's there's another there's so many documentaries you need to watch. There's one on the side there that says Spotlight on the Troubles, the Scottish soldiers. I wonder are these ones that are like actual soldiers or are they people who are like Alright, I fucking I love Belfast mine. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Up that ah. Two years later, Anna Dare is back in Germany with his friend Nick. Fuck, and that's just next so good. About to finish his prison. Guy goes, welcome to the UFF stronghold, Dresden. Johnny, it's me, mad Nick. They're all having a bit of crack with the balaclavas on. The German authorities, expecting trouble outside prison, had released Nick a day early. 
Yes. And then they all just get together, get the balaclavas on, crack a few tens of tenants open. It's all good. Fair play, do. There's a there's a punishment beating going on outside <laughs> as we speak. Nazi Nick is here. Nazi Mad Nick. I will give myself one of the most formidable nicknames in the neo Nazi game. What is it? Mad Nick? <laughs> you know? He's crazy. How many minutes have I talked shit for about Johnny Adair here? Forty. Forty! Jesus Christ, I gotta get out of here. Um, I'll tell you what's uh, scary is I've got two videos here. This is one that um, I don't know if this is real. It has to be real. I don't think anyone would go to these lengths to for it to be like bullshit. Let me see if I can find it. It was a video put out by Craig Avon Police. It's a nice wee song, and of course it's coming through the speakers. Of course, of course, of course. I'll send this video. Much too loud. <laughs> what is that like? So, this is a song by the police to threaten. It's on TikTok to threaten like uh, drug dealers, I think, in the area. But they've got like a local school to do the choir bit of it. Not a lot of crime in Craig Alvin at the minute that they have time to write songs. I mean, how aggressive. Watch all you dealers. I'm gonna break your fucking door in. <laughs> Steal all your fucking drugs and take him home. Merry Christmas, you fucking conscious. Unbelievable. Who the f What are they doing in Craig Alvin? Sitting around like fucking... What would they ask here? Well, why don't we write write a very threatening song to drug dealers? They should have done like Let It Snow. <laughs> you know, and then it would be really fucking banging if uh if they caught them with a load of fucking coke. Or are they taking coke in Creek Oven, or is it a bit more bit more down you know, down scaled? What's the word? We'd like to be doing coke, but in actual fact, we're just sniffing fucking glue. Scary, but we'll watch this last clip, which uh, I, I feel like getting Connor Keys back on um, just to go over this because uh, Joe Biden. Let me see. Uh, da 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 da. So he's talking to Kamala Harris, and they're like, or Kamala, Pamela, whatever her name is. Yeah, I feel like getting Connor Keys on just to just to break. Do you see this clip? No. He was. They were like, you know, do you ever disagree with her? And we hear this. Yes, she does. But not with <laughs> she's she she and Kamala. Be, we'll go to the first lady. 
But all kidding aside, the first lady to be told me. So she the, the caption is Biden and Harris on their relationship uh, behind the scenes. For you. Yes, she does. But not with she's because she, she and yeah, Kamala have become right friends. Yeah. But all kidding aside, it's it's a matter of the thing. We are simpatico on our philosophy of government and simpatico on how we want to attach approach these issues that we're facing. And so I don't have and when we disagree, it'll be just like so far. It's been just like when Barack and I did. It's in private. She'll say, I think we should do A, B, C or D. And I'll say, I don't I like A, don't like B and C. Mm -hmm. And let's go. okay, but. And I, like I told Barack, if, if, if I reach something where there's a, a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. Um, we, we don't have that. I'm a, we haven't. And we discussed at length mm -hmm. our views. On, we don't have that. I'm a, we haven't. And we discussed. I'll, 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 I'll develop some. <laughs> if, if, if I reach something where there's a. A fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle. I'll uh, I'll, I'll, I'll 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 develop some disease and say I have to resign. Um, How scary is that? That's almost like, you know, they know that he's old and they're like, "Listen, Joe, you're gonna win here, but we're just using you as like a bit of a front man because we're softening the blow of the fact that you know we got a bloody woman of color coming up behind you here." who's essentially a fucking white supremacist anyway. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there. I have no idea. But I know she's pretty She's pretty conservative, even though she's supposed to be a Democrat. But um, she's all like, yeah, keep the jails filled with people who've basically jaywalked. Um, but it's almost like they know that he's old. He knows that he's old. They're like, listen, you play along. We get what we want out of you. And if you fuck up, we just tell everyone that you've got fucking dementia and you're fucking out. Ch problem is, he nearly fucking does have goddamn dementia. So he's, like, saying out loud the things that he should have kept the secret. Oh, don't worry. If we really fucking disagree on something, I'll just pretend that I've got a fucking disease and resign. Because that's, that's what we've planned backstage, is that if I fuck up, we play the old, this cunt's old and demented thing, and then you're out of here. Scary. And that's House of Cards, man. And that's the old political game. Someone, what were they talking about? Describing him as like a good old boy or something where it's like, oh yeah, just a guy that's going to play along, take instructions, and when we need rid of him, we just fucking, you know, show a video of him sniffing some wee girl's hair, and the next minute he's suicided himself by, uh, you know, throwing himself under his own car at 80 mile an hour. <laughs> the world's fucked. We're going to get the fuck out of here. Short podcast this week, because I'm just saving all my beans for... Uh, these 12 podcasts at Christmas, and then I'm blowing my beans. I mean, I, you know what? Recording them, I think, is going to be the easy bit, because see when we have to actually break them down into, like, here's a clip that's getting put out as promo. Fuck me. You'd be like, Santa's elves, Christmas Eve. Fucking just putting, putting fucking Red Bulls in your, what's a Christmassy drink? Baileys? I had fucking Red Velvet Baileys the other night. Disgusting. Disgusting. But we'll get the fuck out of here. Um, get over to the Patreon. I'm going to introduce some tiers. Like I said, if you can if you can manage three pounds a month, which you'll not even notice going out. You know what I mean? You're paying way more for shit you don't even use. People are paying for Amazon Prime and all this shit. When do you use that? I'm paying for Netflix. When was the last time anyone, anyone watched Netflix? <laughs> Never. Um, yeah, you'll get access to a whole pile of podcasts. You'll, you'll get to go back on all the ones that have that have gone before as well. 
Uh, you got some behind the scenes documentaries. Got some comedy specials. There's two big long ones up there. Uh, it'll be twelve things, and then we'll just be we'll be putting out more content, more mini series stuff like that over on the Patreon. It'll be good crack. Early access to tickets. Tickets for the um, SSE gig are going up Thursday on the Patreon, so that'll be fun. Um, if you're on the Patreon, you'll be able to get the tickets. You'll you'll be able to pick whatever seat you want. Basically, that's what that means. If you want to sit in the fucking front row, uh, which People are scared of in comedy. It doesn't matter in the SSE. I'll not be close enough to even see who the fuck you are. But you can be up, up front, uh, staring right down the barrel of my pisser at this sort of level. Um, so yeah, get on to that, patreon.com. Our other sponsor, of course, flowcbdltd.com. I've had a lot of people buying some products. Are they doing a bundle at the minute? Are they doing some sort of bundle package? Uh, I think they're working on it. Working on it anyway, like a Christmas bundle. We're probably getting... You know, CBD oil and fucking sweets and all that shit. If you're on the Patreon, there's a discount code uh, for that website. So flowcbdltd.com. Shouts out to the boys. Um, and that's it. We'll see you fucking next week. What date's next week? What is it today? Eighth. Eighth. So it'll be what? 15th next week? Jesus Christ. We'll have recorded 25 podcasts by then. <laughs> I'm badly spurious. Uh, or else I'll just develop some disease and resign. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. We'll see you next week and uh, we'll dagger the ass off each other. See you shortly. All the best, eh? Ah! The biggest international festival for the business of podcasting is back. <laughs> the Podcast Show London will bring together thousands of podcast creators under one roof on the 22nd and 23rd of May. Also featuring major industry players, global brands, and some of the most iconic voices in podcasting. Plus, creator meetups, networking, and an evening festival of unmissable live shows. Passes from £89. Book yours now at thepodcastshowlondon.com. <laughs> <laughs>